0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see oceanside relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for two and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com/slash with amex.
1: Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated. Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Boom! up, America? Doug Gottlieb show. Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the Tire Rack.com studios. Tire Rack.com, we'll have you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tire Rack.com, the way tire buying should be. What a weekend, huh? Um, some in- some interesting NBA stuff. Anthony Davis continues his tour day force. Right? Tour de force. Um, outside Zion continues to play well. I guess college basketball. North Carolina can't win, even though they have everybody except for Brady Manick back from last year. Why can't they win? We could maybe get to that. Probably not. That's because we have we have baseball. Hot stove league. You saw Trey Turner just signed for a ridiculous amount of money. Um, also, Justin Verlander is now a New York Met. He's a New York Met. That's interesting. Two year two year gigantic deal. Mets seeing how much juice is left in that orange after a great. Great season with the Astros. Oh, and then, of course, we got uh, uh, World Cup soccer, which nobody cares at all anymore about. And then you have USC losing Friday, uh, TCU losing Saturday, and uh, Ohio State getting in the playoff on Sunday. Oh, and then we got the NFL. And the Niners looking for a quarterback. A lot lot to get to. You know what's interesting, Jason Stewart, is we're, we're not making fun of soccer guy. Okay, maybe a little bit. But the, you guys—it's the you get the same thing all the time. You guys don't talk about soccer enough. You don't get it. You don't. Now it's over. It's been over since nine o'clock. Nine o'clock on the West Coast Saturday morning, noon on the East Coast Saturday morning, and zero people are talking or caring about the World Cup. Soccer guys like we should fire our coach. Maybe we should. Maybe that's why we lost. But. I I was I was actually at a Buffalo Wild Wings for lunch yesterday and I looked in the corner and my son Hayes is like England's winning. And then we just went on. That was about it. That was the, that was your World Cup update. The biggest update is the Niners, well they're actually hiring. By that I mean, the Niners need a quarterback. And did you see that Baker Mayfield is on waivers? Well, what's likely to have happened is, right? Baker's Guy goes into the Panthers like, hey, look, man, this isn't working. You guys are already giving Donald a shot. You got P.J. Walker. Like, you're not going anywhere. This is not a long-term relationship. Let's just call it a day. But the idea in mind, he played in this system when he was in Cleveland. And though no one would argue that he's absolutely better than Garoppolo, Brock Purdy's a guy that, well, suddenly he's obviously a lot more accomplished. Here's Kyle Shanahan after the win yesterday talking about Jimmy G. We'll get to that in a moment here on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Look, I mean, stop me if you've heard this before, but Jimmy G's injured. Right. Guy always gets hurt. And and for Baker, this is like the perfect Baker story, right? When he was in Oklahoma, they had better players than everybody else. And he was great at being the ego, being the personality, but getting rid of the football and getting to somebody else.
4: Just anytime a player gets hurt, especially when it's a season ending, you just you know how much these players put into it and how much rides on um, just for their career, their family, everything is based off of staying healthy and stuff. So from the individual, for whoever it is, you're always crushed because it's, it's, it's a very tough sport, and um, this is what these guys commit to coming out of college.
1: Here's uh, Kyle Shanahan on Mr. Relevant, Brock Purdy, Iowa State quarterback, who as of now is his guy.
4: Now it's about playing, getting the guy experience. I mean, he got a lot of experience in college, but um, this is really his first NFL game here, and um, he's going to get a lot more going forward.
1: Here's Brock Purdy and what Jimmy G's been like. Um, I feel like there was a little, you know, just like the whole butterfly feeling
0: of, all right, man, like we're going in, let's do this. Um, It wasn't like, you know, I was out there like shaking and like, oh, shoot, what do I do? What's my read? None of that, man.
1: Here's uh, Fred Warner. Case okay, so a nine time pro bowler on Brock Purdy.
0: If you ask anybody how I feel about Brock Purdy, like I have the most respect and, and confidence in him because I see him every single day, you know, on the on the scout team, the way that he comes out and prepares and competes, the confidence he has, the swag he has, like I got I got all the confidence in the world in Purdy. And that's a lot it's a lot to ask of a rookie, you know, obviously being thrust into the in the position he's in, but at the same time he doesn't have to do too much. He's done a great job of getting us ready every week, you know, defensively, so like I said, I, I have all the confidence in him. You know, he's prepared. He's ready because he, I mean, he, he played, he's played against the best defense in the league for the, the past 13 weeks, you know, so he, he's going to be just fine.
1: What do you think, Jay Stu? You think it's going to be Baker or you think they'll stick with Brock Purdy? They signed Josh, uh, Josh Johnson too, right? And Josh Johnson's the guy. He's, he was with Harbaugh a bunch of times. He played for Harbaugh in college in San Diego, right? It's been like 14 teams in 13 years. Do you think it's a Baker Mayfield job?
4: Oh, I I don't know about these things. I do know that Baker Mayfield to the 49ers today um, seems to make sense. Baker is a proven quarterback in the league. Uh, The Niners need, I think, a little bit more uh, of a guy that's been there before that's played in the postseason. It seems to make sense on paper, but I I don't know how this works. I mean, when you consider bringing Baker Mayfield into your team, Mm -hmm. don't you also have to consider that you have – this locker room right now that that seems great and they're winning, don't you have to consider the Baker-Mayfield personality and putting him into that mix or no?
1: Um, yes, but I, I think Baker, and, and obviously at some point in Cleveland, it went wrong. I don't think he ever got a chance to establish whether it went right or wrong in Carolina. They were just a mess. They started losing games. He got hurt. Like the whole thing went bad. Baker's always been actually really well liked in the locker room. I think the issue was the issue's been his level of talent. So I think when you meet Baker, you really like Baker. It's not necessarily it's the Baker TV show commercial. Baker is more is Baker. I think he didn't handle criticism well, and I think there's a limit to his actual talent. But it's above that of Brock Purdy, and his experience is above that of Brock Purdy, and he's really good. He's actually really good in the room. I actually think it makes a lot of sense, and it could be a career saver for him. Uh, Dan Byer, what, what, what are your thoughts on uh, on Mayfield? Like, these things don't just happen. Guy gets released. Uh, it feels like he gets released when San Francisco needs a quarterback, and he's played in that system. Do you think it's a fit? No. Uh,
0: I, I don't think that Brock Purdy's going to save the day for the 49ers, but I sure as heck wouldn't bring Baker Mayfield in. Absolutely no way. No way, no
1: how, as Rob Parker would say. (laughs) Not a chance. Do you want to know? I have this one. This is something I know you guys haven't thought of. But do you know what we finally got? what, What era we finally gotten out of? We finally gotten out of the quarterback goes down. What about Colin Kaepernick? Right. There was like a three year window with Favre after Favre retired where a guy would go down and be like, you think Brett Favre would come back? You guys remember that, like, yeah. Far would come back, Ryan. I had a name that
0: popped in when you're done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I thought Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You know, if right. we're going to move on to guys that are, are retired, like that's, that's where my mind went last night. But yeah,
1: there was, there was Romo for a little bit there, right? Romo for a little bit. And then there's always been this, like, last five, six years, has been this Kaepernick thing. And then he had the workout for the Raiders, and there's been nothing since been cricket since. So it tells you it, it's not going to happen, right? But still, whether it was ever going to happen or not going to happen, we have finally gotten out of that era of people going, like, Why don't you call Colin Kaepernick? It's a new day because he he can't play football anymore because it's kind of hard. It's like there's like 15 guys on earth that can actually do it. You know, anyway, weird, weird year uh, where the Niners are trending in the right direction. Seahawks just keep finding way to win games. Cardinals appear to be still still a little bit of a dumpster fire. Right. Obviously, we know the Rams. Their season is lost. You look around the NFC and you're like the, the Niners could take this thing maybe. But they got to have a quarterback. I don't think Brock Purdy is the guy. There's just I can't see them. It's, you're you're giving, a, giving a kid the keys to a Ferrari. Don't be surprised if he wrecks that thing in the, in the ravine. But their defense right. is so good. I know.
0: Like they, they, they are playing at an extremely high level that, yeah, all he may have to do is just back the Ferrari out of the driveway. That's all that he may have to do. And then the defense can take care of the rest. I mean, you've got other I mean, isn't that why you bring in Christian McCaffrey as well? Uh, to add another dimension with Oh no, they have they have know? everything.
1: They literally have everything. Yeah. I and mean, it's literally a really good team. It's honestly like that's why Baker's sitting out there going like, dude, just I got a great running back, a good offensive line, a good scheme, and I got, like, talented dudes I can just throw the ball to. I got really good wide receiver. got a great tight end. Like, you got everything. I just, I don't know if you're going to. It's like having a Ferrari, or it's like having, you know, it's like having a Ferrari convertible, and, like, I'm not going to put the convertible down. Like, it's 85 degrees. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, are you really going to, are you going to get the most out of Kittle? You're going to get the most out of Ayuk if you have Brock Purdy as your quarterback as opposed to if you have Baker.
0: I, I will say this, that if there is no discussion whatsoever, it was likely John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan said to Christian McCaffrey, what do you think about Baker? Yep. And, yep.
1: you know, you spent a half season with him. Yep, no question. If, if, he's, if Baker's not there, it tell, it, he, he'll struggle to be in the league next year. If he gets I, yeah, claimed, if no team claims him, which I no don't know No team claims would. him, or, yeah, if, if if the Niners don't claim him, then you, you're going to struggle to find a, a home for him. Because, like you said, they need a quarterback. He Again, this is, though he didn't flourish in that system, he played in that exact same system last year. Uh, Kevin Stefanski runs the exact same, I believe, exact same, it, it's the same family. Right, because uh, he ran it with Shab, right up in um, uh, when he was in Minnesota. I was in Minnesota. Um, was, yeah, but was was Shab with him? No, I'm not not Shab. Uh, who's the Kubiak? Right, Kubiak was in Minnesota w- with Stefanski, wasn't he? I th- I'm almost positive it's the same system. Am I, am I yeah, wrong here? I, no, I'm, I'm. I'm
0: just so. Um, Stefanski was with uh, Case Keenum. Uh, during that magical run Mm -hmm. in Minnesota
1: and he uh, he was like a lifer in Minnesota. He was a lifer in Minnesota, wasn't he? Didn't he go through like five different staffs in Minnesota? I want to say. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he did. But you're right. He was, that was the magical run when he did with Case Keenum. But I believe that they're, what they run in Cleveland is the, Kyle Shanahan-esque sort of offense. That's a, it's a big thing for people. Like you can't teach a guy a new offense mid season. Yeah. You just can't. I mean, sometimes even have preseason, it's like the Russell Wilson, right? He's gotten up there. He's calling audibles from when he was in Seattle. They're like, yeah, we don't actually know what you're talking about there. <laughs> you know, we don't know any of those words that you're using. So, uh, I believe Stefanski's system is, is, uh, is built that way. I, 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 again, I could be very, very wrong. But if Baker's not there, it's exactly what you said. John Lynch, as a former player, likely called in Christian McCaffrey, go like, All right, give me the Baker. Give me the, can we win with Baker? Does he fit in this locker room? Does he fit with what they're doing? And if he's not there and Baker just got cut, my, and Baker only got cut because he, they went to him and said, hey, why don't you release him because the Niners need a quarterback?
0: Yeah, I mean, look at what Baker did on short notice with the Panthers. Um, You know, it may not have been a completely fair deal for Baker, but it was the deal that he got and didn't do anything with. So if you're the 49ers, just the question Mm -hmm. is, why would you think anything is different?
4: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? you know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six fifty in pick six credits. That's code Doug, only on DraftKings. Pick six, the crown is yours. terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the tire decision guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to size sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tireact.comslash sports, tireact.com, the way tire buying should be Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Any first responder will tell you never try and beat a train after braking. You can take up to a mile for a train to come to complete stop. So when you come to a rail cross, trains can't. Paid for by NHTSA. John Middlecoff around the corner. Um, what do I think about the, the Dion Sanders hire for Colorado? I think it's a huge win for Colorado, gigantic win for Colorado, um, and it 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 does in fact prove my point. Of the HBCU thing, right? Is that have they lacked promotion? I guess. But the big thing is like, you you can't compete if you don't have the resources. You just can't. You just can't. And the perfect example is Deion Sanders is your most successful kind of attention. Uh, positive attention to all HBCUs, but especially Jackson State, but like you can't compete with an offer of five million five it's like five point nine per year. Can't. And that on the micro is the bigger problem in the macro, which is between facilities and, and everything. Quality of schedule and support staff and you just you can't compete. It's a it's a different to lower level of football. I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying that because it is and and, and, you know, you fanboy came at me. It was when they signed Travis Hunter, when he was going to go to Florida State, and he said Travis, uh, Travis Hunter. And, and the narrative was, you don't understand. It's about the culture. It's about changing people's perspective. It's about, yeah, he's going to play Colorado next year. He went there to play for Deion Sanders. Which, by the way, does work in college. The if you saw his speech, which is about I'm coming and me and I'm like it. it I thought it sounded sounded bad. I really did, because it should be about we what we are going to do together. And he did leave it to obviously a lot of those Colorado guys are going to be oh, you're never going to play here ever again. That's how it, that's how it works. But to be so bold as to encourage them to enter the portal because better players are coming, it's a bit much. Um, so, I mean, like, look, there's, there's equal parts wins as there are losses. Did you bring attention to the HBCUs? Yes. But I feel like Jackson state is going to be like a post Olympic city, right? Where you have now a program that is built up by having get better players. You can ever get, get more attention and more wins than you can ever get. Now you settle back down, but you still have the expectations of, Hey, there was a guy once upon a time who in very short notice turned this thing into a power. And the same goes with this. Like, I like the fact that the last meeting with Jackson State, they filmed. Because it's like, remember last year when Brian Kelly took the LSU job? They're like, yeah, he was only up there for like two, three, four minutes. And then he got off and whatever. And he he didn't talk to everybody individually. Like, then you listen to Deion Sanders and he was up there for like two minutes. And he said he wants to talk to some of you guys. And some of them he's going to encourage to stay. And that's completely up to the athletic director whether or not you, he even lets you talk to your now former players. So, I, look, I think for Colorado, it's great. There's a program that should have been better for a long time. They, they don't have a recruiting advantage over anybody in the Pac-12 or the Big 12, whatever league they're going to be in. And they might not, if they're in, stay in the Pac-12, they won't be in L.A. playing games. It's going to be hard for them to win. But now the recruiting advantage is we got prime and you don't. Uh, let's welcome in John Middlecoff, who, who joins us. Of course, John, in addition to uh, being part of the Eagles, he also once upon a time was a GA at, at Fresno State. My thing on on Dion is, first, we don't know if, how how well coached they'll be or whatever because now they're going to play against, unlike Jackson State, where you got better players. You're going to struggle to have better players than everybody else. But I like it from Colorado because it brings you not just attention, but a guy who can draw and recruits. Otherwise, I don't know where they draw from, considering where their league status is and their lack of successes.
4: Yeah, what's crazy is when I was at Fresno State, we recruited better players. Like when we wanted a guy from the West Coast, and they did go through as a scout. I mean, they, they were terrible. That, that program... I don't really vividly remember it. I'm sure probably like you in its heyday. Uh, What what would you say, like a kind of a nebraska light? You know, I mean, they were really, really good. You know, kind of just had that little area to themselves. Uh, The number one thing I I give Dion a lot of credit is – a lot of former players who are as rich as him and as successful as him and you know, or as heralded as him, you know, always just want to do the sweet things. Like like I'm to coach of the University of Texas, like he did take the tough route. To me, Colorado, like people Steve Sarkeesian turned them down a couple years ago. So he wants to be there. It's meaningful to him. And if you see the clips, of him going through just the locker room, the training room, like him and his kids are blown away. I mean, they've been used to the facilities over there, so we saw him being able to get guys from Florida State. And I remember talking to you about it. We thought it was pretty stupid, like this high level guy, you know, going to that level. Well, now he's going to go with Deion, you know, and get to play USC, get to play Utah, get to play Oregon, get to play I, Washington. I just, I
1: just thought it was disingenuous the whole like whether well, going it there was. because well,
4: clearly, of, right? I, I mean, know, but like, I,
1: like, I just call, I, you know, and like like you just kind of at some point you got to call BS on on some of that stuff.
4: I, I um, think it's just fant- fantastic for the conference, but I do think like... What conference? Every... Well, true, but I'm just saying for West Coast football, these teams for the next couple of years are going to play each other. Is no one and a lot of people on Twitter and media people act like no one's watched a second of Jackson State. Now we're going to watch him, you know. So like, what does he look like? Game management style? Who are his coordinators? How good is his kid? I mean, I think it's one of the more fascinating, interesting things in 2023 in the fall.
1: No question, because he's going to likely bring a lot of some of the guys that he had at Jackson State, who were Division One caliber players, but. The question is like, do you have do you fall in love too much with your guys, not understanding it's a higher level of football, right? Like, well, just, we saw,
4: you saw Utah on Friday night. I mean, that that you play them, you know, I mean, that's
1: that's that's a real team. I mean, they're yep. they're big time, big, big 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 time, well coached, and they got you know like half Polynesians. Like they're gonna they're gonna move you. They're, they're definitely gonna move you uh, up front. Uh, all right, let's get to some of the NFL stuff. Um, did did Baker ask for his release? Cause
4: Here's the thing. Baker was terrible this year. Nick Bosa does not like Baker Mayfield. They have something going back to college days. Kyle Shanahan, like when you think of – we've always mocked quarterbacks to him that were like a little less talented but super high character. You know, the, starting with the Matt Jobs to Kirk Cousins to – you know, even Trey Lance, they kind of went all in because his character was pristine. Jimmy Garoppolo, proven to be like the best teammate ever, doing a little digging today on... Uh on Brock Purdy from some of my scouting friends, like, his character and competitiveness, like, is bluffed. And you saw those defensive players talking about him, how much, like, Fred Warner and those guys like him. I don't know from uh, a standpoint of character some of the question marks with Baker over the years, the 49ers would mess with that. I mean, look, they get Josh Johnson, who... Clearly has made a 13-year NFL career with going back and forth to random leagues because people love the guy. That's not really Baker Mayfield's mo. So I one I, I think a team like the if you're the Rams, like what if Stafford just retired this offseason? Wouldn't you just take him on a flyer to get you know like a month tryout? I, I, I don't think he even makes it to the Niners, and, and my gut tells me as of right now, no inside information, the Niners do not claim him.
1: Um. Okay, and if the Atlanta Niners don't claim him, then he's like, that, that's, that'd be crazy, right, to be without a job when that thing is, is, is open. Um, okay, let's, let, let's, let's go around the league a little bit. Deshaun Watson did not look good, but now he actually plays against NFL teams this upcoming weekend. What, what can we take from his first foray with the Browns?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I can't put much into that. I mean, I, I'm really out of him this year. From just a non, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I flipped over to the game for a second and was like, "This is." And I'm not some moral superior guy. Like I, I'm the opposite of that. I felt like this is weird. I mean, I, I think the whole thing, the lead up to last week with with the women coming to the game, it's just that's that's just dirty. I, I had the whole thing about it. You know, I just. That's kind of a black mark on the league in terms of the Browns, the ownership, them paying this money, the whole thing. I, I, I think it's just a, a bad look. And I'm not a huge believer in quote-unquote bad looks. Like, what does that actually mean? But that's just, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I'm not a big, just the way the whole thing was handled. And uh, from a football standpoint, like, this year it's done. Like, they're, they're, it, does, it doesn't even matter. So, to me, it's just more getting his feet under him. You know, developing a cohesion in this offense with some of the players, Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, uh, but like I, I don't expect. Like if you tell me his numbers are pedestrian the rest of the season, I, I think it's very believable. You can't not play for what was the specific days like seven hundred and something. Not playing NFL, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, let alone a guy that you know was kind of coming into his own as a younger player, uh, new offense now. I, I, I my expectations are pretty low.
1: Hmm. Um it it appears as though the packers may have found a dude in Christian Watson is that i mean is it just the browns or is Christian this Christian Watson thing a real thing
4: Speed kills, bro. I mean, it's it's the real deal. One, like, I can't pretend to watch him in North Dakota State, but when I was digging around around the draft, the Packers have always liked heightweight weight, speed guys, and I, I mean, I do too. I mean, who doesn't? The problem with that, especially projecting smaller school guys, you never truly know. I mean, we've seen a, historically a lot of non like Alabama, Ohio State, and hell, you've seen guys from schools like that, you know, that are heightweight weight, speed guys, you know, not pan out. But when they do, they, they really jump out, and. um, it's taken a while. I I also think when you're a you know, I don't know this guy's personality, cocky, insecure, whatever. But when you come from North Dakota State, that's a pretty big gap to the Green Bay freaking Packers and Aaron Rodgers. And then early on, you drop a ball and Aaron Rodgers looking at you weird. Kind of a weird start, you know. Uh, self-inflicted. I mean, he's got to catch the football. But once he's kind of higher fall with like confidence, 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 how much it matters for good players, let alone a random rookie. I and mean, he's not technically a random rookie. was a second-round pick. But I-, I just think he started to believe in himself. And he realized these guys aren't faster than me. You know, there might be one or two guys a week, maybe on the other team, that can run with me. So if I use that to my advantage, I take angles once the ball is in my hands. You you watch Debo Samuel. The reason he runs, you know, so violently is he knows, like, these guys aren't going to be able to tackle me. I've ran over 700 of these guys the last two years. It translates.
1: Yeah, I I I would I would completely agree with you. The speed is crazy. Now they get Romeo Dobbs back, they get a week off. It's not crazy to think they could make a little bit of a move here. Uh you you mentioned uh we've been tracking Tua. Now we see him look pedestrian is is which Tua are we going to see the rest of the season?
4: Well, I mean, you don't play that many defenses like the Niners. I mean, what's what, what would you consider the Chargers and the Niners polar opposites when it comes to defense? So it's a, it's a little the Niners were hitting them, <clears throat> they were getting pressure. It may, maybe he – because there were times when he was not touched and he just missed a guy. I mean, passes that he has been making. And I, I do wonder, on the road, a lot of pressure, playing another playoff team, it's starting to get, you know, December stretch run, the Bills just won on Thursday night, like you're trying to hold serve with them. Did he – and when I say succumb to the pressure, like just – it's it's natural. Young player, never really accomplished anything in the NFL, kind of felt it. Tyreek was ready. Uh, the, the, the Miami Dolphins pass rushers were ready. It just felt like it was a little too much for Tua. And he cost them because they had guys open in that game. Uh, he, if you just remove that first play, which is just a freak play where the guy takes it 75 yards to the house, he was terrible. I mean, he, he really was. And uh, if he's going to play like that, and it gets a lot harder. Now, the Chargers defense, like I just said, Terrible. But still plays the Patriots, still plays the Bills. Uh, like their, their schedule, it's going to be. I think I think they still play the Jets. Uh, it's it's not going to be easy from a defensive perspective for uh, for two, especially outside some of these teams, right in the Northeast. Like it's going to get cold. Like the Niners, they, that's about as good as you're going to get, right? Seventy degrees in Santa Clara in, in December. That, that's not the New England. Definitely Buffalo.
1: Lamar got hurt a little bit with his knee. Richard Sherman suggesting he doesn't play another min, not play another down until he gets a new contract. What do you think happens in Baltimore?
4: Well, Lamar. I mean, what I say to Richard is, you can't. He came into the season knowing the stakes. So every single time he's run around, like he should have just signed the deal they presented to him. Like they offered him a ton of money. I mean, Kyler Murray-level money. Now, I, you could argue that that is a pretty good case of, like, pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. Like, he should have taken the deal. And if you're not going to take the deal, the only way to get the leverage back on your side is not to play. He gave all the leverage right back. Not only did he not sign the contract, you're like, cool, we'll just pay you whatever on this fifth-year option. Then you played, you know? So, it's I, to me, Lamar, the risk factor on his end you and I talked about the no agent stuff, like his the advice he got the way he handled this the guy listen i 'm all for fighting for yourself we 've all negotiated contracts and believed in ourselves, when maybe the other side didn 't or we were at an impasse, but you do need to have like i don 't care if you're listening right now it helps to have some counsel of people that just know what they 're doing every once in a while no and it clearly no. feels like i don 't I don't know if he had the proper people in his ear because. It's kind of unprecedented with a guy that had meant so much to the program, had been as good as he'd been, uh, to, the way this all played out. Like, this was an easy one for the Ravens. Like,
1: yeah, we'll just, we'll just play it out another year. <laughs> and of no, course, they would do it, that. It, it's almost like he used Twitter as his guide for what, for, oh, bet on yourself. But, it, like, dude, they're going to offer you a $200 million guarantee. Just take the money. And go play football. And then you I get another deal. You know, you have another. It's
4: one so. thing if they were. I mean, they were offering him more than Kyler. Now it gets complicated because of Deshaun and Kyler. But just because someone signs them, you know, the Rudy Gobert trade, like that, that's a one-off trade. No, no one else is making a stupid trade like that. Like Kyler Murray tr- contract, it just turns out all-time stupid contract. Like that, that is not the barometer moving forward.
1: No question. It reminds me of the Nnamdi OsmoWise contract that Darrell Rivas wanted to use as as the guide for, for his deal. John Middlecoff, it's three and out. Is the podcast. Download it. I encourage you to do so. Great stuff, John. Thanks so much.
4: See you, Doug. Later. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: You've put it off long enough. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TyRack.com/sports to see their vetted test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TyRack.com/sports. TyRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro
3: on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, so help me out with this, Dan Byer. So, if I remember, uh, Jackson Jackson Smith um, in Jigba in yeah. Jigma was super talented, and he had a hamstring problem this year, right? Yeah,
0: suffered in the opening game against Notre Dame. Yep. Yeah. Tried to come back. Tried to come back multiple times, um, and just uh, yeah, didn't work out.
1: Um, okay, so is it that he won't be healthy for the games, or that for the Georgia game, or he doesn't want to risk injury in the Georgia game? I think it's all of it, to be honest. Like, and honestly, if you're Ohio
0: State, for as talented as he is. You've basically played the whole season without him. Marvin Harrison Jr. has moved up to that number 1 main target of C.J. Stroud. You have other pieces uh, with Emeka Obuka, Julian Fleming, other receivers that have fit in their role. And for as talented and and as great as he is for Ohio State, I don't know if you're like, okay, let's try to shoehorn him in for one game. If you're Jackson, you're like if I haven't been healthy all year, what's the point? He's going to be a first-round pick, um, you know, maybe second receiver
1: off the board. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. He's that good. I'd, I'd want that. I'd want him in, as, at least in uniform, you know, to to see what he's got. Throw him a football. I mean, you're not playing for a couple weeks here. I don't know. I'm. I, I just. I I'm surprised the guy would turn down the opportunity to play. Um, if he could play, and, yeah, and he's, not, he's not right. He's not right. There's, there's no arguing. There. And I don't think that he is.
0: And that was Pete Thamel had the report from ESPN, and it sounded like, yeah, the health is still, still an issue. Um, you know, as he tries to come back, a weird, weird injury. But yeah, it happened on that opener against Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, Five and, yeah. catches
1: all year, and yeah. these top, top ten, top fifteen pick. Let's get, let's get to a game. This is game
0: time. It's game time.
1: On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, Dan Byer, what do you got, bud? Doug, today we have. Big deal, little deal,
0: no deal. All right, along those lines in college football, big deal, little deal, or no deal that Ohio State edged out
1: Alabama for the final spot in the college football playoff? Um, I think it's no big deal just because they had. It wasn't like they both had one loss. Right, that would have been if you if, you, if Ohio State uh, was in it and uh, Alabama, they had the same number of losses. That would have been a major breakthrough. In this case, I think you know, Alabama's two losses made it easy. You made it really easy. Plus, Bama didn't play in the SEC championship game. So, any argument you could have made against Ohio State could have made the exact same argument, except for didn't lose at home uh, against Alabama. Sure. Absolutely. The Alabama one was always interesting because we only talked
0: about their losses. We didn't talk about them almost losing to Texas or almost losing to Texas A&M. And those games, those things are never brought up. Maybe they should be. Uh, Big deal, little deal, or no deal. It won't matter when there's a 12-team playoff. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that the NFL flexed Commanders-Giants from Washington, D.C. to Sunday night in Week 15. So a Commanders-Home game that has uh, now been flexed in-out Patriots-Raiders. Big deal, little deal, or no deal.
1: Uh, I think it's a big deal, and it's honestly a weird deal because I, I look those those markets are gigantic, right? Those will get that'll get a big number, but Patriots Raiders. Patriots are still going to be creeping around the playoff thing. And the Raiders are, are playing well. Plus, you have Josh McDaniels coming back. But I get it. Uh, so, I think it's a little deal just because it's about market size as much as anything. And after our draft last week, it's a bad deal. The Giants were my second
0: pick for who I am sick of seeing on national TV. There you go. Big deal, little deal, or no deal, Doug. That Commander's head coach, Ron Rivera, confirmed again today that Carson Wentz will be the primary backup to Taylor Heineke when Wentz is healthy.
1: Uh, that's still a big deal, right? Heineke did not play well this past weekend. So uh, are we bumping up into the Taylor Heineke ceiling yet? Uh, it is still it is still going to be his job to lose.
0: Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Nike ended its relationship with Kyrie Irving.
1: Um, feels like a little deal because that was previously rumored and just hadn't been officially announced. Uh, and remember, Nike lost Kobe, but then got Kobe's... A uh, state back so the new the Kobe's will be coming out and I think I would guess that John Morant will be the new Kyrie as John Morant has a Nike deal so they'll put because Kyrie's shoes were like the most popular shoes um, and they'll probably just put those designs you know for John Morant big deal little deal or no deal
0: Doug that Atlanta Hawks guard Trey Young chose to sit out a game and not come off the bench during Friday's matchup according to the that feels Athletics. like a big deal
1: Right where your coach is like, he doesn't want to go to shoot around because he was getting treatment. And however he felt about it, he gave, him a, he gave him a choice. Hey, you can come off the bench or just stay home. And he chose to stay home. Remember, this, there's a GM there, Landry, uh, Landry Fields, that did not, did not draft Trey Young, he's not tied to Trey Young. So, I, I, you know, it feels like a big deal.
0: A game the Hawks won, by the way, over the Nuggets on Friday night. Uh, Finally, Doug, big deal, little deal, or no deal that North Carolina dropped out of the AP Top 25 poll following that four-game losing streak you mentioned earlier.
1: It's a big deal, not just because it's North Carolina. They actually have four returning starters from a team that played for a national championship. That's, that's That's the big deal. The preseason number
0: one, now what? A month in? Yeah, we're barely into December. Yes,
1: that's not college basketball. Not rich anymore.
2: Yeah. That's game, huh? Game
1: time. This is game time
4: on the Doug Gottlieb Show.
1: Um, all right, we got some Bengals beating the Chiefs. Uh, wait to hear what Richard Sherman said about Lamar Jackson. Rich Ornberger is gonna, gonna join us. Right, all, all of that is. Is coming up got a weird story in college football of a coach who's gonna go to a program that's playing against the program he left and they're playing each other in a bowl game that one's that's nutty that's crazy um but what about one team owning another do we have that atop the afc we'll get that next the doug gottlieb show fox sports radio